your state gonna force you and your business to have a 401k? Well, it could. Hey everyone, Adam Bergman here, tax attorney and founder of IRA Financial. On today's Adam Talks, we're gonna be discussing several important pieces of legislation that a number of states have already enacted that are essentially forcing businesses, some big, and some states all, yeah, all businesses that do not offer a 401k to essentially offer a state IRA program. So this is something that hasn't got a lot of attention. Um, so far, the states that have enacted, not fully implemented, but enacted are Maryland, Colorado, Connecticut, New York, New Jersey, Virginia, Maine, Vermont, New Mexico, and the city of Seattle. <laughs> and the states that have fully implemented an active state IRA programs are California, Illinois, Mass, only for nonprofits, Oregon, and Washington. Okay, so I'm going to chat about the history of this. It started under President Obama, um, give you obviously some of the characteristics of these plans, and then talk about each state-specific rules and legislation, and then ultimately kind of give you my thoughts. So uh, actually, let me just start, kind of start real quick with my thoughts. So I'm 100% in favor of encouraging people to save for retirement. I think it's vital. Um, there are just too many people that don't have access to uh, retirement plans. Um, the numbers are like staggering. It's almost... 37% of um, people that work don't have access to uh, 401ks at work. Why? Because uh, a lot of small businesses don't have 401k plans um, for a number of reasons, costs and the like, administration burdens. But guess where most of the new hires are? Small businesses. Uh, there was a recent Wall Street Journal article that talked about four to five new employees are coming from you know, businesses under 250 employees. So there is a huge um you know pool of, of people that are coming into these small businesses and the concern is that a lot of these folks aren't going to get access to 401k plans and if they don't get access to 401k plans they're potentially missing out on the potential for saving and retirement savings is important yeah we have social security um we expect that to be around in the next 20 30 40 years but that's not enough right we've recently dealing with lots of inflation, we're gonna need a lot more to live on than just social security. And there's no guarantee that it will be there when we need it. So we need to start saving for ourselves. And in the United States, we have a great retirement system, but it's a private retirement system. It's up to us to save, okay? And if we don't save, the government's not saving for us. Yes, they will provide some social security, but that's money we put into the system, right? We're just getting it back and they're actually taxing it. You know, prior to 1982, they didn't even tax Social Security payments. Now they do. So if, if you get 30000 bucks, uh, the IRS is going to take percentage of that back in tax. Um, and again, there's no guarantee that it's going to be there when we need it down the road. So it's up to us to save. Starting in 1974, RISA created IRAs, 401k plans. And since there, uh, we've essentially mobilized to try to get more and more people to be part of the system. Uh, there's $13 trillion in IRAs, $32 trillion in retirement accounts, uh, 60 million IRAs. Not enough folks are saving, uh, unfortunately. Um, some of it's just education, some of it's just 
student debt, cost of living increases, just kind of just surviving, right? And it's hard to put away money every year for the future, not the short-term future, but future maybe 30, 40, 50 years down the road. So I get it. And, and that's really the intent behind these auto IRA programs is to say, hey, if you have a business and you're not offering a 401k, then you know, we probably want you to do something for your employees. The problem is this. Is it the government's role to force small businesses to offer retirement plans? Should the government be doing that? Is that constitutional? Can they force a small business owner to offer a certain retirement plan to their employees? Um, probably, you know, they, Congress has the power to make laws. Probably they can do that. Um, is it the right thing to do? I'm not sure. And we'll talk about some states and, and what they've done. And I think some states have done it better than others in terms of making it not overly burdensome on really small businesses, like under five employees. Um, maybe it'd be enough just to educate them and send them information and maybe just re-enroll them, but not actually, you know, kind of force um, the plan on the, on the employees. Now, the employees don't have to save, but you're putting a big burden on small business to kind of comply. Because if you don't comply, the states won't post penalties on you. So obviously, anyone can set up a 401k. Um, I'm a big believer. Obviously, IRA Financial is a 401k. I own uh, two third-party administration companies that have, you know, 12, 1,300 plans, small businesses, um, and they're great plans, and they're not overly expensive, right? But I get it, right? The administration maybe costs you 1,500 bucks a year. The problem is if you do a safe harbor plan, you're essentially having to do a least 3% match on someone's employee, on someone's salary. So if you have five employees, and let's say everyone makes 50K, just to keep it simple, that's... If you do a safe harbor IRA, which is the most common for small businesses, why safe harbor 401k plans allow the highly comps, the owners to guarantee max out without having to do any complicated or risk tests like top heavy or deferral percentage or contribution percentage. Um, so this way, the highly comps, the owners know for sure they'll be able to max out, which is important to them. But in order to get that right, they're going to have to, under the safe harbor rules, put at least 3% in either um, across the board or only to folks that at least put in 3% of their own money. But let's say we have a 3% plan, non-elective. So five employees, 50K, that's 1500 bucks pop, um, $7,500 plus the $1,500 administration, it's about $9,000. It's cash flow. Now, is it life or death money to companies? Not to some, yeah. To some small businesses, yeah, it's life or death money, right? That 9K is, is rent money, right? It pays uh, salaries. It, it, it's important money. So um, it's a big burden. The 401K is great. It helps retain employees, pushes people to save. It has lots of benefits, but there's a cost. So now some of these states want to come in and say, okay, we get you're not offering plans, but that's not good enough. We're going to force you to offer some type of IRA program. Now, the nice thing about IRA programs is the IRA custodian, IRA, -E, IRA financial trust would do the administration. The company wouldn't. So there'd be very small costs to the company, but compliance is a cost, right? You need someone to figure this stuff out. And if you don't offer these plans, then you can get fined significantly. So here's some statistics that I mentioned. Um, employers with 500 or more employees, 90% of them have a 401k and uh, only 50% of firms with uh, under 100 workers have 401ks. 
Okay. So there's obviously a big segment and the sweet spots, like companies from one to 10 employees. That's the sweet spot where there's lots of growth, lots of hiring. And, and those companies just don't have plans because of the cost. So let's talk about real quick, just overall characteristics of these IRA programs. They're not a sexy easy thing. Uh, they're basically Roth plans. So it's not tax deductible. Uh, they're essentially Roth. Um, and essentially the biggest negative is that you can't really, the individual can't really decide what they invest in. There's investment firms and investments chosen by the state. So you're stuck in like very conservative state investments, um, super conservative. Some, some states even cap the amounts that could be accumulated. Um, some of these plans will force employers to auto-enroll employees um, at least three to 5% of their salary. Um, workers could opt out, um, but it's up to them. Obviously, the idea is get them to enroll, opt them in, they can opt out, and then there is going to be potentially be some administration for the employer, right? The states are going to need to keep track of who's what, who's doing what. You're going to need to show that you're offering this program. So there's definitely going to be paperwork that the company is going to do. And if you're a company of two, three, four employees, like that's money you got to spend to have someone do it. So I get the benefits. I see where states are going. I commend them, but I'm not sure this is the right way to do it. I think it is burdensome. I'm not sure it's the right way. So let me go state by state, right? I mentioned there's um, a number of states have enacted legislation um, and, and uh, California, Illinois, Mass, Oregon, and Washington have actually um, fully implemented their system. So let's start and go through the list. Shouldn't take too long. And I'll kind of talk about some of the characteristics of each of these states. So California is obviously uh, <laughs> the most burdensome and the most aggressive. Um, and they're doing as part of the CalSavers program. Um, and essentially all employers, not just employers over certain size, all employers with at least one employee, okay, sole proprietors are excluded. Great. So if you have an LLC with one employee, you've got to opt into this program. You must register for the program by the end of 2025. So you have time. And if you offer a private plan, you don't have to be a part of this IRA program. But if you don't, you have to at least apply by December 31, 2025. All businesses except sole proprietors. And you're going to have to enroll into this kind of auto IRA program. So that's every business in the state that has more than one employee that does not have their own 401k. So yeah, there's two more years or so or more, right? There's all 23, all 24, and all 25. So there's about three years to get ready for this, but um, it's going to be a big, big, big push. Um, let's go to Colorado. Colorado is capping it with companies over five employees, which, which is fair. I, I get it. Um, and there's a phase in deadline in 2023. So it depends on your business. So if you live, in, you live in Colorado or have a business in Colorado, start paying attention to this program, especially if you have five or more employees. Connecticut, this is only for businesses uh, with five to businesses with five to 25 employees must register by October 31, 2023. So you don't have that much time, right? The next you know, nine or 10 months. It's part of the California Secure Saving Program. And um, they're gonna limit it to basically businesses from five to 25 employees. They could expand it below that, but as of now, companies in that range have to register for this program. Again, they're gonna take most of the same characteristics, gonna be auto-enroll, workers can opt out, but the negative is you're gonna be forced, your employees will be forced to invest in these state investments, right? So you can't do your own thing. You're not gonna be able to like buy Tesla, 
individually or by Bitcoin or by um, other real estate or do other types of crowdfunding, they're going to force you into their investment. So states aren't stupid, right? They're making money on this stuff too. Um, their intent's good, but every time states get involved in your own in your private retirement, I don't like it. Um, government has its function, but I don't like when they start getting in and telling you what to invest in. Uh, I have an issue with that. Delaware, they're going to propose a launch as of January 1, 2025. It's going to be called Delaware Earns, and it's going to be for businesses five or more employees, okay, that have been in operation for at least six months. Um, it's going to be an auto IRA program. Um, any employee of 18 years of age who receive wages in Delaware will be eligible, and the contribution amount per pay period will be 3% to 6%. There's an auto, an auto escalation of 1% to 2% with a maximum of 15%. Uh, any business that fails to comply, gonna pay a penalty of $250 per employee per year, up to a maximum of $5,000 per year. Okay, so they're gonna penalize you if you don't do it. I get it, right? It's a good thing. We want more and more people saving. Fair, 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 fair. But you're putting, putting quite a, a, not a large, but, a, but a, a moderate burden on businesses, small businesses. So I'm not sure how I feel about that. Hawaii is super aggressive like California. It's called the Hawaii Retirement Savings Program. Any business in Hawaii open at least two years with at least one employee must participate uh, who doesn't have a 401k. Um, the state has not yet set a launch date, but that's in the works. And presently, the contribution amount to fall will be 5% per pay period. Of course, there are also going to be penalties <clears throat> for failure to comply. Um, in addition, there'll be a penalty of $25 each month. The covered employee is not enrolled in the program. And $50 for each month, they continue to not be enrolled. Illinois, it's called the Illinois Secure Choice Retirement Program. Um, it's going to be for businesses between five and 15 employees. They must register by November 2023. And employees that do not comply may face penalties of up to $250 per employee for the first year. Okay. Maine, tentatively scheduled for April 1st, 2023. So this is around the corner, a couple months. Employers with five or more employees have been in operation for at least two years and have no retirement plan. They may be required to participate in the program unless they register for exemptions. The registration plans to be implemented in three phases, starting with a proposed deadline of April 23 for businesses of 25 or more employees, followed by October 23, 15 to 24 employees, and April 24, five to 14 employees. Program will be auto-enroll, plus there'll be a 5% default contribution and an auto escalation of 1%. Maryland, this requires businesses of all sizes to offer employees automatic enrollment and payroll deduction IRAs. This launched in September 22. So if you are in Maryland, uh, hopefully you're doing this because <laughs> if not, um, you, you could be facing penalties. Massachusetts, voluntary and always, and allows nonprofit orgs with 20 or fewer employees to participate in the multiple, it's basically their own 401k MEP, multiple employer plan. This is for nonprofits, okay? Um, they, haven't, they haven't rolled out any program for for-profit businesses. Jersey, it's called the New Jersey Secure Choice Savings Program, requires employers with 25 or more, been in business at least two years that don't have a 401k to offer this. So I'm, I'm better than, so if there is a, cap of at least let's say 25 plus i can live with it 
but to force companies of all sizes like California or five or more, I think it's too small. It's overly burdensome on small businesses and I'm just not in favor of it. But if you have it maybe for companies of 25 or more, or 20 or more, or 30 or more, I, I can live with that. I think the state should also offer a credit, maybe a $1,000 or $500 just to cover some of the costs that are going to be attributable um, to having someone spend some time during the year complying with this program. Because there are penalties and um, there's going to be some compliance work. You're going to have to fill out paperwork, whether uh, manually or online, to show compliance with this program. New Mexico, uh, July 2024, they're planning to launch this program. Uh, program will be auto-enrollment, give employees a choice. Uh, it's voluntary. There's going to be no penalties. Um, so that's pretty fair, right? It's, it's, it's basically like, hey, we're offering this to you, but we'll see how many people do it if it's voluntary. Um, I understand why they want to force com compliance because they want to get more small businesses to offer this. I get it. It's cool. It's fair, but uh, maybe limited to 25 or more employees uh, open, let's say, two, three, four, five years. New York, um, they have what's called the Secure Choice Savers Program, 10 or more employees um, open at least two years. Okay, 10 is maybe a little too small, but it's better than California, it's better than five. And then Oregon is super aggressive like California. Um, businesses with three, um, four employees are expected to register by March 1st of this year. And businesses with one or two employees have uh, up until July 31, 2023. Uh, the penalties could be up to $5,000 a year. So if you have three or four employees, you have to register by March 1st, 2023. One to two employees, July 31. Um, everyone else um, you know, should have been enrolled. So uh, Oregon, like California, they basically want to force all businesses to auto-enroll and then penalize them up to 5K. That's that's harsh. I wonder if anyone is going to um, you know, argue unconstitutionality and, and try to argue this in front of the Supreme Court. We'll see. This seems like you know, broad overreach by the government forcing small businesses to set up retirement plans. I'm not sure if it's constitutional or not, but we'll see. Um, I, again, just for the 10th time, I understand what they're going to do. I applaud the intent. I just think uh, the process is flawed and uh, I think it's super burdensome on, on depending on the state, on, on certain businesses. And I'm just not sure it's the right way of going about it. Vermont, um, I actually think Vermont's doing a good job. You would think they'd be a lot like California and Oregon, but they, they're not. It's only for employers, uh, well, they're trying to implement this. Right now, um, it's designed for employers with 50 or fewer employees. Self-employed businesses can also participate. This program is scheduled to launch December 22, so it's, it's launched already. Uh, employees will automatically enroll, but have the ability to opt out, um, and we'll see what happens. But um, it's basically, they're offering this like MEP program, kind of like uh, Massachusetts. Uh, for anyone with 50 or less employees, they can just join this multiple employer plan run by the state. Um, hopefully they'll be low cost. The problem is the investments will be limited. Uh, and again, there, there's going to be some burden uh, administratively on the company. And then Virginia is scheduled to launch March 2023. Um, requires employers with 25 or more employees to participate. The goal is to offer 800,000 private sector employees a chance to start saving. 
Washington State, uh, about 131,000 businesses don't offer workplace retirement plans. Translates to roughly 2 million employees. Um, and they're trying to set something up. Um, state has established its retirement small business marketplace to help businesses offer plans. Participating financial service providers offer low-cost plans to employers with 100 or fewer employees, including sole props. So it's unclear if it's required. It's more of something that they're incentivizing small businesses to do. But all this is happening, and more and more states are putting legislation on the books. We'll see when it actually goes live. But this all started uh, with President Obama and the Auto IRA program, which he tried to launch um, around 2012, 13, 14. A couple states enacted, like Oregon, California, and it just kind of fizzled out. Uh, and, and But there are a number of states that have taken the uh, core of the auto IRA program and then kind of turned it into their own state IRA program. Listen, there's too many people not saving for retirement. We're not teaching retirement education in, in high school and college. Um, it's a problem. I agree. It's a problem. I'm not sure what the right way of doing it is. Um, yes, businesses are the place where you can grab the most people and, and get this auto IRA and deduct it from their paycheck. So I agree it's the right spot to target businesses. The issue is you can't burden them. Um, I understand if you don't penalize them, no one's going to do it. We got to find a, a healthier way. Again, maybe a credit to offset some of the cost. Um, maybe the employer just needs to, as part of the payroll process, just introduce this and, and provide you know link to, to get started. Uh, but that's kind of where the requirement ends. I think a lot of people are going to get turned off because of the investments. Um, people get excited about investments. They want to do things. And if you force them into you know, super conservative investments run by the state, I think you're going to turn people off. Um, maybe the returns will be you know, steady, unstable, hopefully. But you know, people, it's their money, right? They want to be able to invest it the way they want. And I'm concerned that a lot of these programs, from what I've seen, especially California, Oregon, the, the program, the investment um, options are quite, quite limited. So we'll see how it goes. I'm surprised this isn't getting more attention, especially the fact uh, where government is trying to impose their will on, on businesses and force them into offering state retirement plans. Um, so uh, no one's challenged it as far as I know on, on constitutionality. It didn't go anywhere with Obama, but a lot of states have picked up the steam and now are looking to. Um, go further with it and kind of run it their, their, themselves. So it's starting, um, there, I mentioned the states that have implemented it and some of the other states that are looking to, there's more states that, that have addressed this and, and are close to uh, putting legislation on the books that will um, you know, just create an auto state IRA program. So we shall see what happens. Hopefully it does create more attention and more people want to save for their retirement, but are we cool with governments forcing small businesses to offer retirement plans to their employees and then penalizing them if they don't? Uh, maybe if they offer a credit, I can live with it, but these penalties like 5,000 bucks um, and you know, per employee overall penalties is harsh. So we'll see where it goes, um, but I just want to share it with you. That was something that uh, on one hand, I, like, I kind of in favor of, I like it on the other hand, I just think it's an overreach by the government. Um, yeah, they're trying to do good. I get it, but like, it's it's total 
total overreach. So um, we'll see where it goes. But right now, the certain states have it. It's 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 around. No one's challenged it. And if you're in California, Oregon, um, certain Maryland, certain other states, like you're going to have to comply, or the, the penalties are harsh. So uh, to be continued. Um, I think you'll see more and more states look at this because there is a big void. But I mentioned that number where um, if you're a small business, um, 57%, um, 56 companies with 56% uh, under 100 um, workers. So there's a big chunk that don't have access to, to if, if only 50% of companies with 100 or fewer workers have form Ks, then you're talking about obviously 44% that don't. Um, that's a lot of people. It's millions and millions of Americans that aren't getting access. Yes, I should have said this at first. You can always set up an IRA, right? <laughs> the, the government doesn't have to force you to do a force of business to do an auto IRA or form K. You can always go to IRA Financial, Schwab, Fidelity, TD, just open an IRA. Just put your own 6,500 or 7,500 in. But you're right. So that's the weird thing with this. Like there is a program that already exists called the IRA that you can do. So do we need this push by the government? Does the government need to be in literally in our business? Not sure, right? Maybe all you need to do is provide education or, or maybe open a free account for them at an institution. And maybe that should be enough. Like why do we need these IRA programs? Just say, hey, we're going to give you an IRA. Here's a link to an IRA. And um, that's our only obligation is we have to at least enroll you into an IRA. It's up to you to put money in. I think that would be fine. No penalties, just as part of the onboarding process, part of payroll. If you have payroll, you have to open an IRA somewhere. I can live with that. Um, but for the go government, the state governments to be literally in your business, their, their hands are literally in your pocket uh, telling you what to do. Uh, I personally think that's an overstretch. And uh, I started a business. I was a small business at one point. Uh, I would not think kindly of government forcing me to offer these programs especially when I have two, three employees and I have to allocate time and expenses to this, I think that's kind of unfair. So there you go. That's my two cents, whatever that's worth. Um, otherwise, I hope you guys enjoyed uh, the video, the podcast, an important topic. just want to share it because there's not been a lot of uh, attention on it. So I uh, hope you guys have an amazing day. Thanks for uh, watching or listening. Uh, it's a weekly podcast. Obviously, you should know I've been doing this like five years almost, drops every Wednesday. So hope you guys enjoyed it. Have an amazing rest of your day and uh, cheers, take care.